Um, it's like the the child size from Parks and Rec. Mm. <clears throat> no, it's, it's how's the size that, of, of a child. How is that child size? Well, if you liquefied a child, it would fit into this. <laughs> Poshburger, baby. But, like, Taco Bell, I get the, um, what is it called? It's like the, is it the steak, like, quesarito or whatever? Yeah. You know what yeah. That's, like, laid, that's, like, farther down. Yeah. Like, you get, like, number one is just two soft, like, two soft tacos. Number two is two hard tacos. It's like and the then nine or something. Number four, I know for a fact, is a Crunchyroll Supreme. Yep. So, so it used to be on that grind. Used That's to be on that grind for a little bit. I made uh, homemade Crunchwrap Springs one time. They're fucking fire. I've seen I've seen shit like on Tasty on Facebook. Um, <clears throat> while eating the chalupas, lettuce and tomato and cheese everywhere in the car. <laughs> I could not wait to get home because I was just like, you know, my my girlfriend's gonna like be like, oh, you got Taco Bell? Like, are you gonna go on a run after that? And I'm gonna be like, fuck no. <laughs> nope. Not I got home. I got home and took a two hour nap. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Sounds about right. Thank you. <clears throat> Picture this. I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. Oh yeah, I am legend was the one I put on my On the shit. Yeah, that was good. I thought it was a good album. It's like... Especially after listening to Run the Jewels for a couple days, it was like, okay, like I'm just going to get high and listen to this album. And like, it's a little more like classic Flatbush where they kind of like allude to what's going on in the world, but like without... It's more of a relaxed album. Yeah, I, I've definitely I've been getting into Flatbush more and more. My brother was definitely turning me on to them um, within the past two years. Um, and like just kind of through social media, like Weird Celtics Twitter turned me on to um, Bounce, which is like a classic, which mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, I, I can't believe I missed this <clears throat> um, like group while they're sort of like i mean I, I again i don't know the whole sphere of them but like what i feel like people consider flatbush prime yeah like peak or just you know they're 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 them in their in the pocket um was when the bounce album came out whatever album bounce was on they kind of came up parallel to uh joey badass yeah and i felt <laughs> like i went the joey badass way like yeah I mean, as, as did I, but I was I was still like had my ear to the ground all day. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so but, I'll um, I'll they actually they have a song that I highly recommend called "Dirty Elevator Music," which A is just a great fucking name for a song, and B I believe, if I'm correct, it doesn't say it. It's an uncredited, but I believe Joey Badass has the hook and a verse. So oh, there you go. A little speak bit of the devil. Circle. A little bit of full circle there. Yeah. Um, they are they Atlanta? No, they were out of New York, Queens. Uh, Technically, Flatbush, Queens. Well, that makes, makes a, lot, a sense. lot of sense. <laughs> and I'm an idiot because I do know Joey Badass is from New York. I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, I got RT. I got Killer Mike on the mind. Um, in the brain. I've been it, but, so like, to go into the J four. Yeah, I obviously listened to it today. Though. Um, <clears throat> but to go into that um, hip hop evolution documentary, just a, a smidge. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things I've been taking out of that a lot is like, I feel like because of our timing growing up, like we didn't hear a lot of rap out of the South. Like it, we were still in like CDs. It was still pre-internet. So I feel like what I knew of, of rap was dominated by LA, New York and like Detroit because of Eminem. Big LA. For- <clears throat> um, and I mean, because like I Gray, Snoop, NWA, that was Tupac, like that was all undeniable. I came to like <clears throat> loving hip hop, obviously a lot later than than you had, just because of what we've talked about in the past upbringing. Um, and when I was finally like, you know, I'm going to start listening to hip hop, it was Odd Future yep. from California, and then I was like, yo, like let me <clears throat> let me branch out and <clears throat> let me let me listen to some classics and i start listening to fucking you know nwa which they're classic and and yeah. you know uh 
and Snoop, but it was very much like the, obviously the on the nose type of hip hop people. It's like, what do you think of hip hop? Obviously you think of these people. Um, yeah, it, well, it took some time for me to like understand, oh, it's not just New York and LA. Yeah. Eminem's from, from Detroit. There's all of these Southern rappers. There's yeah. like, boston rappers there's yeah. like, like you know meek meek mill coming out of philly like a bunch yeah. of when i got down to <clears throat> pennsylvania duck got on yeah when i got down to pennsylvania <laughs> oh it's my brain just you, you made, basically you, had a little stroke <laughs> you did that because you shoved in words into my mouth and i yeah, that thing where it's like the the news reporter has headphones on and they're trying to talk while someone else is talking in their ear yeah. and it just comes out like gibberish like stroke talk um <clears throat> That's what that was what happened. So when I was in Pennsylvania going to college, I had friends show me like Baltimore rappers, yeah. uh, people, uh, rappers from uh, from DC and like Lower Virginia, like uh, fucking like Arlington, Virginia. There's like rappers yeah. coming Dude, out of there. Like Virginia Beach, this documentary uh-huh. was a huge spot. Like that was where the Neptunes came up, Pharrell came up. That was where the yeah. clips came out of. Like that was a big scene for a hot second. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, that was just, just, just making its way in there. But, yeah. We kind of missed, like, a lot of that just because we didn't have the access to it. Like, we missed, like, the early Lil Wayne. Like, we didn't really get the Lil Wayne until it was – the internet was around and we were like, oh, Millie, oh, Millie, oh, Millie. Yeah, exactly. But I did, that was, was, like, them – Social media wasn't as big. Like, people no, – But like YouTube. These, yeah. That was, YouTube. like, I remember middle school YouTube watching, like, Eminem Lil Wayne videos. And, like, even, like, I feel like if – we would have gotten these people a lot quicker if like there was a platform like SoundCloud where it was just like, uh, they, I mean, I, I'm for sure. If SoundCloud was around in 2008, we would have heard of all of these people a lot Mm -hmm. quicker, not just us, but the whole world would have been put on to like mixtapes that, yeah, excuse me, that like, uh, yeah, like that Wayne, Lil Wayne was dropping in like way back when, or mixtapes that Flatbush were dropping or that, you know, um, Gambino was like slowly putting out and everything. I feel like if, if we had that back then, like the, we would have all been a lot. Um, some of these people would have been household names by now. Yeah. And like one of the things they highlighted was like, they went like basically Houston, uh, not in this order, but Houston, New Orleans, Miami, Atlanta. And they were like, Oh, like it went from like outcast to like UGK to like, um, fucking the hot boys with Lil Wayne and juvenile and then like two live crew and like uncle Luke and like how all that stuff started. And I was just like fascinated. And then now I'm like going back through and listening to like some of this old shit. Like I just got back. Um, I just discovered digital underground, which is like, it's out of just, Oakland. Digital underground is like 90 shit. Like, uh, it, it's like very parlant funkadelic and like, it's like that's like that's shake your rump the guy the main guy has the yeah, fake yeah. nose and like the big hat on and everything digital un, i got into digital underground and they're very soulful too they like have yeah. some like afro beats in some of their songs i got into digital underground when i was young because they had that like their number one song like he, where he's got the line, he's just like, I like my oatmeal lumpy. Um, it's Humpty Humpty. Um, yeah, Humpty, the Humpty dance and everything. But then, like, it expanded me a little bit. Like, it was a TV show on um, VH1 called I Love the 90s, uh, which I actually just recently started getting back into because it's like, I remember watching that with my family. Um, and the, they had like a little segment on the digital underground. And it wasn't, it was mainly about that song because it's like the Humpty dance became like a whole thing, but it was also like, because like the main guy is so like, he's such, he's so charismatic with the look. And yeah. I got, I dived into them because I was like, oh, I'd like, I'd like to get into hip hop music. It was just, I was only finding like very like sample worthy, like Afro beat mixes that they had. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a really good documentary. I highly recommend it. Um, I'm going to keep watching through it and see what else I find. But yeah. um, Meek Mill dropped a song, too. Um, it was basically, I think it was a, it was probably like a week and a half right record drop because it was all about, like, either he had been sitting on that or, but it was, like, all about what's currently happening, like Black Lives Matter and stuff. Yeah. Good song. Solid song. 
Uh, it's hip hop evolution, right? Yeah. So they have four seasons. I'm not gonna fucking dive into this, boy. Come come back next next uh Tone Stone podcast when we review uh the foundation in the underground to the mainstream, the very first two episodes on season one. Yep. Yep. Bet. It's a good time. Um but yeah, what else? We wanna do videos. Yeah, I can I'll send you my video right now. You'd host a late night talk show called Late Nightmare. <laughs> late Nightmare. Uh, so, um, you have the longer one. You can go first. The longer video. So you sent me a video by Connor O'Malley, which is someone who you have followed for a while, and so I see his content somewhat frequently. He's like, he reminds me a lot of Eric Andre. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of Eric Andre. If, if if Eric Andre was on bath salts all the time, he, like yeah, he is like, like <laughs> I think the highlight of the video is he drives bunch a a bunch of like concrete blocks that say NYPD and they're covered in like this fishnet like this yeah. fishnet <laughs> he goes oh Mayor Bill you got those NYPD blocks in fishnet stockings kind of sexy <laughs> <laughs> I love I uh, so Connor O'Malley is I don't know if you know too I may have I may have told you about him um I definitely didn't show you one of his videos on this segment but he is married to um an SN uh, uh, the bigger girl on SNL bigger I don't know her SNL I don't know her name um I think I know what you're talking about she is currently an SNL cast member I want to say Kate McKinnon but that's like no yeah Ugh. um. Excuse me for burping. Um, but, oh, A.D. A- Bryant. Mm-hmm. He's married to A.D. Bryant, this girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so he's married to her. He writes for, he's written for SNL, like, like maybe twice. He's written for the Seth Meyers late night show. He's written for a Jimmy Fallon show. He's written for, like, a lot of those very niche Comedy Central shows, like, Detroiters yep. and Broad City and a couple other like little ones. He's probably most famous besides those things for being on Vine and being the guy on Vine that would in New York City run up to like a guy in like a you know, a drop top coupe or like a nice car and scream at them <laughs> like. Like, feed me, feed me. And you'd be like, mechanical beasts run this city. I am a slave to you. I'm a slave to you. And then, like, they would look at him in the mirror, window, like, and then they skirt off. Cause, and he would run out in the middle of traffic to yell at these people. And so he still kind of does that, like, as we just saw. But now, on the on the internet and on Twitter and on YouTube, he just puts out political videos. I honestly, if you do nothing tonight, please watch all of Connor O'Malley on YouTube because they are Duncan. I'm not joking. Like this is some shit that you need to see. He <gasps> loses his mind at every waking moment. He has, he's got a video about Jay. He's got a video about Jay Leno, which is, um guys i think it's like uh guys trip guys trip is with another comedian it's beautiful um there's one (laughs) um the saga where he tells everyone to go vote for beto (laughs) o'rourke and uh he just gets like bloodier and bloodier like watch that saga of of twitter videos but 
yeah, this most recent one, Bird Fest 2020 is a good one too. <laughs> Bird Fest 2020. This is, that's a very recent one. Um, a, a, an all-time classic is um, a Late Night from uh, the River, where he yep. has a late night talk show in a river. Um, it appears in, to be the Hudson River. <laughs> yeah, it's the Hudson River. Uh, <laughs> it's, everything is everything he does is amazing. Um, and yeah, this most recent one, he's talking about um, the riots. And he's applauding um, Mayor de Blasio. De Blasio. <laughs> we don't like de Blasio here on Trolling Stone. No. Um, but he, but Connor O'Malley is applauding de Blasio for yeah the concrete bricks and the cops um, and how he loves going to bed at 8 o'clock now because he's <laughs> staying up way too late. Mayor Bill, I, I, would, I just want to thank you for giving us an 8 o'clock bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Mayor so, Bill, so, I've been really horny because of COVID nineteen. Can you send some cops to my house? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm not joking. Everyone out there, like if you haven't Connor with an E, O'Malley, he's uh, he. Any time he does uh, TruthHunters.com, where he's uh, like uh, like like Darren Darren Seavers, he goes to Trump rallies and just like acts like an idiot um there's one where he says he has to protect the steamtown mall i think <laughs> and he did from teenagers and he goes around protecting the steamtown mall from teenagers <laughs> there's beyonce i think it's beyonce gate 2016 where he just pickets a residential <laughs> like a neighborhood in middle america um he pickets it by saying no one should listen to beyonce anymore <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful man. Oh, there's some other things. He's, there's some other things he in, he's in. Um, he is big on t- letting everyone know that um, minions are real because mm-hmm. he saw one fucking his wife. <laughs> like, hey man, minions are real. They fucked my wife. Oh, uh, <clears throat> it's like he somehow took the absurdism of Eric Andre to the next level. Yeah, to screaming and like yeah. just like to uh, like it is like a coherent crazy homeless person. I've watched uh and I'm very proud to say um I've watched at least 25 minutes to a half an hour of his live streams where he has a talk show where he rides a bike with a big blue wig on through New York with a, a GoPro attached to like his face and he just reads the news. <laughs> he rides a bike around New York City. Screaming, screaming into a camera. That's what I miss about places like New York and Boston is like you can go into the city and it's just like, what will I see today? Like, we don't really have that. Here. Oh, it's just oh, like there's a comedian screaming. In, mm-hmm. into a... Like the, the most interesting thing that happens to me is sometimes there's a homeless guy on my way to work who has a cat on that he puts on his shoulder and like oh, that's that. not that's not how cats work and the cat looks very unhappy yeah and so i want to throw things at him but um my video was one i've seen before but it was a pleasure to see again um as always jerry seinfeld is um, a topic of many discussions and we love him um I finally got to like take the time to break this clip down, looking yep. at looking at Jerry, um, how he reacts to the situation that befalls him. Um, it's only about thirty seconds. Jerry is so m- me giving my breakdown. Jerry is talking to one of those people on the red carpet, but like he's an e news person. Yeah, he's in a bit. Yeah. Like, He's just like, he goes, oh, no. And no one gets enough. It sounds exactly like his typical bits yeah. where it's not just like he's just having like a like trying to make a funny joke and kind of get on. He's actually like in a, like his show and someone comes up to him and goes, hi, I'm a big in all one like breath. Hi, I'm a big fan. Can I have a hug? And he it breaks him out of the bit and he's pissed <laughs> being broken out of that just goes like who are you like give us like a dirty look and hi can i have a hug no. he's like mm, no thanks and then she goes mm, and he goes mm, no thanks and she's like really and he goes no really and then, 
like to the point like like that could have used that could have been either Kesha or a, a man with AIDS and you would have had the same reaction. No, no thanks. You have AIDS. The queen of the queen of England could have walked up and yeah, you would have been like, or exactly. No it could have been someone even better. It could have been the it ghost could have been of a, princess die. Yeah, and he could have looked at his wife and been like, I'm in a bit. Like, I'm not hugging you right now. Um, and then he goes back, and it's like a – he turns back, and it's real quick. And he's just like – looks at the reporter, and, and it's a look of like, can you believe that shit? <laughs> but then he laughs because he finally like is like, oh, I need to be a normal person and not like this asshole that I deep down am, which we all are. And then he, the guy goes, do you know who that was? Oh, no, Jerry says, I have no idea who that was. Genuine absolute you know genuine whatever the word is absolute like genuine like i don't know who that is the guy goes kesha and he goes she says kesha (laughs) and jerry's reaction is also like i don't fucking know kesha that doesn't help (laughs) i hope she had i hope she goes on with her life or something jerry is the type of person that i can imagine that if you were to meet him and you are famous for some reason other than comedy he has no concept, no clue of what you are, who you are, what you do, where you exist, nothing. It's like we were talking about a couple episodes ago. Unless you're either in his circle of friends that are comedians or anything, or you're Michael Jordan, he doesn't Dude, know who you are. Nope, not a chance. Not a fucking chance. He knows who, like, Don Mattingly from the Yankees is. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. It's yeah. comedians, Michael Jordan, Don Mattingly, everyone else can go fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's completely accurate. Yeah. You know, it's a great clip. It's just like, that's like an all-time, that's cemented Jerry too. It's just like, oh shit, like, what we thought Seinfeld was, that's his real life. Like, yeah. Him, like, being kind of, like, just like an uh, a, an ignorant, like, New Yorker that's just like, I'm in my own world, I'm a comedian. Like, what the show portrays is actually how he is. Even what we talked about with The Last Dance is, like, that is who yeah. he is. Yes. Like I'm awkward standing next to the greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah, like, and, that's, and that's and that's not a bit that Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld wrote for the '90s. That's actually what happened. Like, <laughs> they were just writing about real life stories. Hmm. All right. Great. Well, uh, do we have anything else, or are we gonna wrap this up? Sandwich. Sandwich oh, starts. Sandwiches. Big. Want to do that real quick? Yeah. We can we can do it real quick, and we don't. It's not like it's gonna be like a top ten or something. No. Um, but. You want to do, like, top two good sandwiches, top three terrible sandwiches? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, um, Barstool posted it, and I actually saw it a little bit before Barstool. I saw it on Twitter. It is a very 1960s retro poster that was definitely hanging up, definitely hanging up at, like, a hot dog stand that sells none of these sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think a diner would have this poster and be like, these are the same mm, that you no. can, this is definitely like a decoration that like an Arab hot dog dealer <laughs> in the middle of New York has. And you look at it and you're just like, Oh, like those are some good looking sandwiches. This is very like, what well, it's, it's like drawn. It's not like they're pictures. And you look at those and you go, Oh, well, there's a great sandwich. <laughs> and then you turn to the man and you go, well, this is a hot dog. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get any of these. Cause this is a hot dog stand in the middle of New York. I'm just getting a hot dog. Yeah, so I'll just have the hot dog. Ketchup, please. Yeah, I'll have the hot dog. Um, all different types from all di- all different names. Give a little description of like what is in that said sandwich. Um, Which also, if you don't know what's in these sandwiches, you have lived a wildly sheltered life. Well, there's some that like there's some on here that we'll probably get into that I like. I had to read and like zoom in and be like, oh, okay, like that's what's in that. And some of them, I look at uh, them and I go, I guess you're right. Some of them, I look at them and go, like, I didn't. I've never put that inside that yeah. sandwich. Like, that's yeah. not that's not the sandwich that I know. So, um, top two, um, definitely. Like, well, we, me and you can both agree. Definitely mm-hmm. an Italian Italian sub. One hundred percent. Italian sub. How I like it though. The Italian sub here, number six, is cured meats, and I know that at like. Italian sub is like for me pepperoni, salami, capicola, and yeah, I think that's it. Pepperoni, salami, capicola. Um, I think there's also ham in it. Maybe 
We maybe I don't know. I don't maybe. Know. But it definitely and, depends where you get it. Oil, vinegar, onion, lettuce. Now I get my Italian sub with everything and hots. I yes. assume you do the same. So that's also like tomatoes thrown in there and uh, the pickles mm-hmm. and hot peppers. Are you an oil guy? I like oil and vinegar. Mm-mm. Yeah. No oil, no vinegar, just mayo. Oh, no, I don't like that. But I don't like mayo on mine. Your oil and vinegar, you know what it does to the bread, Duncan? Yes, I love it. It eva- It. Oh, so you also like drinking your sub. Is that yes. what you're telling me? You like to drink your sub. My favorite part is <clears throat> I go to the, when I'm home, I go to Main Street Mini Mart and I get a large Italian sub. I know it well. And then I eat half of it and then I leave the other half and the other half, the bread soaks up all that oil and vinegar. And then when I come back for it six hours later, it's just this mushy mess that I eat as fast as I can. Oh, God. Main Street Mini Mart, uh, obviously, like, I can walk to that motherfucker. Um, They have some, maybe one of the best Italian subs. The bread's thick, and it's the cut of the pepper and the cut of the onion. Mm -hmm. It makes it very, like, it's almost like a strong taste in your mouth. Like, no one's going to want to get near you because of, like, the smell of your breath. But it's an amazing sub. Yeah. They do some, I don't know why such a small buttfuck mini mart does the best subs. But they also do like a huge business in subs. Yeah, like oh, it's yeah. a mini mart that is successful enough that they get to just keep a full deli. Do you know who their like their biggest clientele is for subs? The D'Amico's, mm, fishermen. Who? Fisher- oh, 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 Heading on the road at six o'clock to get like a n- nice jump on the sea. Main Street Mini Mart is up at five, making your Italian sub for you, so you can have it on the boat in the next five hours. You get a six dollar large sub, the pricing, and well. you're you're good for a full day. That's a full full two meals. Another great Italian sub place, Merrimack House of Pizza. Not my not my boat because I don't go over to Merrimack a lot as much as you did back in the day. Uh, my go to second place was um, Palmos. Palmos is a pretty decent one. Palmos had a good one. They had Boar's Head. They yeah. had some like as long as like, you have Boar's Head, I'm yeah. fucking in. Um, is Italian sub your number one? Yeah, I think your number your number two best. My number two. God, that's a. I think <clears throat> that specifically out of the salads or jesus christ that's on me i read the word salad (laughs) we are talking the opposite of salads sandwiches i think it has to be cheesesteak really i think so cheese the cheesesteak number 12 was described as thinly sliced beef cheese onions so I would argue that you can then – a cheesesteak is also a steak bomb. If you do peppers and mushrooms, I think that is the same category. I think this, the, for steak bomb, it's chopped, not sliced. When I think of a cheese uh... – But either way, I think as yeah. far as the purposes of this chart go, I think yeah. – The closest you get to get to a steak bomb is the cheesesteak. Yeah. And I love steak bombs. I like a I like a good chicken bomb. <clears throat> yep, 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 okay. yep, 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 yep. I got lo- many mushrooms. I gotta get back into bombs. I gotta get. I gotta. Who told you to put the bomb on? Uh, I gotta get back into some steak bombs. Um, we made uh, steak geez. bombs. We did a, a New York strip steak, and we of course they were massive slabs, so we only ate, like a quarter of it, and so we turned the rest into steak bombs the next night, and they were. Oh, <laughs> My number two, uh, I, f- I was afraid to put this in the group chat that we were all talking. My number two is a lobster roll. Okay. <clears throat> um, the uh, Number eight described as lobster meat, mayonnaise, celery. Celery is key. A little bit of chive that you hmm. put in in with the salad, um, with the lobster salad. Amazing. Um, who has a good lobster roll? Uh, Bob's Lobsters on Plum Island. Mm-hmm. It was a good lobster roll. And Park Lunch. Park Lunch has a really good lobster hmm. roll. Pretty cheap. You can get a lobster roll there for, in summer, 
13 bucks. That's not bad. Side of chips. Yeah. Mint. I'm I'm out on lobster rolls because of my uh yeah allergies and general aversion to seafood. Yeah. Lobster roll, if you like one day just have an EpiPen on you and just try one because it's like the tenderness of a lobster is awesome. I remember my my fondest lobster story is that um New Year's Day of 2015, <laughs> I was working as a prep cook at Saya Kitchen and Bar. I was maybe, some would argue, the most hungover I've ever been in my entire life because it was New Year's Day and I had to be in at 10 o'clock. And they were like, here is a bucket of lobsters. I need you to break them down for us. And I stood there and like gagged into a bucket and broke down lobsters all day. (laughs) It was terrible. (laughs) I did the exact same thing and I loved it. Because I learned how to like properly cut like all the shit up, and it was it was blessed. Oh, I can I can chop up a lobster pretty decent. Yeah. So, um, if we want to do our top worst sam, like top three worst sandwiches, um, we can. So, uh, my my like number three worst sandwich off of this list of 37 which is bananas oh there's definitely some missing now that i look at it so it's not 37 um there's 40 in total uh, okay uh you're missing the bottom row i think oh am i oh i'm looking at the barstool one which one are you looking at i'm looking at the one from the internet what did you google i, I just sent it to you Bet. Um, um, while Jackson is thinking about these, uh, I want to throw a couple honorable mentions out there. Bacon, egg, and chi is a big time. That's an OG. Also, sausage, egg, and chi, I think, falls in that category. Yes. Roast, a roast beef, but specifically from Nikki's Roast Beef or a comparable establishment. Yeah. And then okay. also, because I'm in the South, the pulled pork sandwich. You got yeah, some buddy. Pork. That's what's, oh what's yeah, or the so, fried chicken. Fried chicken is good here too. Um, I I will say that the my number one or the worst one that I'm looking at liverwurst, dude. Oh yeah, liver liverwurst, mustard, onion, cucumber, pickles. So basically pickles. Liverwurst just sounds disgusting. I think I'm, it's probably good. Yeah, uh, probably. I've never it's had probably, it. I can say with confidence I have never once had liverwurst. What so what is good what goes good with liverwurst? What am I can you fry liverwurst? Apparently mustard and onions according to this chart. Liverwurst or liver sausage is a kind of sausage made from liver. So it's just sausage. Just I will say I don't like liver though. Yeah. I mean I, I don't think I've I've had, had I've had liver. I'm sure well, liver. Have you ever is... had a what is it? The, what's the stuff that they make from fatty duck liver? Comfy. Mm, close. It's like a spread. It's a very specific term. Liverwurst. <laughs> well, anyways, liverwurst seems salty. Like I feel like it would be, and then you have mustard, which is a very tart, salty, and then you have onions, mm. and then you have pickle. Like that just must make your. That whole sandwich just must make your mouth pucker and your breath stink for hours on end. Like, Mm. it just doesn't seem like the most, like, savory. It just, it sounds like salt. It sounds like it would dry your mouth out. Foie gras is fatty duck or goose. That was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. It's a good word. Yeah. All right. Your your, your number three. Oh, we're going to go in the opposite order. We're going to go one, two, three, because yeah. you started with your one. Um, okay. My number one has to be cucumber tea. Yeah. Cucumber and unsalted butter. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, that just seems, that seems like a... That's not a real meal. You're just that, eating bread. That's like you're invited to a garden tea party thrown by um, Princess The, the ghost of Princess Die. No, princess stick up her ass yeah. and you have to wear pastels and yes. she comes around with that exact sandwich that has the crust cut off of it and you go what is this and you're like oh that's just 
bread, <laughs> cucumbers, and unsalted butter, and you blow her head off and then your head off. And also, just to put a little more depth into the story we're telling here, the the menu and the decorations for this garden party were both picked out by her 93-year-old mother. Yeah, a, grand, a great-grandmother, actually. Ooh, yeah, 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 even better. Yeah, her great-grandmother's still alive because she's only been eating yes. cucumber tea sandwiches. <laughs> it's just like, like who, who eats that? That's Yeah, that's not a meal. That's like... That's not even a snack. That's not food. No, that's... All of that is put onto the side of... Things. Of like, a, like a wing like a wing platter. Where you're like, yeah. oh, I'll throw the cucumbers on there so they can dip it in, like, cool the off blue a little cheese. bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, that's a stupid sandwich. Fuck that sandwich. Cucumber tea, my ass. All right. Um, number two, I'm going to go with just just simple bologna sandwich. Bologna, sa- bologna is disgusting. Bo- how I've watched Triple D enough to have the great episode where they make bologna on it, and bologna is stupid. Yeah. Like, people who eat bologna are simpletons <laughs> like like you are if you eat bologna if you eat bologna you sit at the very front of the bus and you like it yeah like you're like you look back and you're just like those guys are having a great time but i like it up here you yeah. eat bologna i'm gonna you, read my book yeah and i'm yeah i'm gonna read my i'm gonna barely read my book because because of the bus is shaking so much <laughs> And, and then you go, I'm reading a book, and the, <laughs> and the weird horse girl next to you neighs, and you're like, oh, well, I'm going to have butter my bologna sandwich, because my Amish mother packed it for <laughs> So here's what I have to say about a, a, a bologna sandwich, is I, as a whole, agree with every single thing you just said. <laughs> However, <laughs> I have discovered that bologna holds a very different place in Southern culture. I don't know why, but like a fried bologna sandwich is like a big... I was just going to say, Elvis is a dumbass. Yeah. Died on the toilet and ate a fried bologna and peanut butter jelly sandwiches. And you Southern people, eat it up. You eat it, <laughs> dead fecal matter up, and then sit at the front of the bus and try to read your book with a horse girl nays at you. And you're like, oh, bologna sandwich. God damn, bologna sucks. <laughs> bologna can suck my ass. God damn, bologna sandwich. <laughs> Fucking go on your next sandwich. Let's stop talking about this dumbass <laughs> sandwich. Um, I think my number two terrible sandwich. Oh, fuck. I can't. I'm not going to do lobster roll because that's already been covered. I think I have to go with. The unknown, which is when the fuck is that? No, it's not a real sandwich. Uh, I'm saying the unknown sandwich, the one sandwich I've never heard of, the tonkatsu. Oh. I was just looking that up, so I can give you a little background story on it. But just read because it. it sounds terrible. It's the description is fried pork chop, mayo, tonkatsu sauce. Yeah, which like when I eat a pork chop, that's like a a thing that I'm doing. It seems like it would be one of those sandwiches where... <laughs> That's a thing that I do. I eat the pork chop, and people know he's eating the pork chop. But it seems like the bread and all the accoutrements would just get in the way of me and the pork chop. Yeah. This needs to be a one-on-one fuck session. We don't need to involve other parties. Pork pork chops shouldn't <clears throat> be a sandwich. Just... No. Like, I, when I think of a pork chop, I think of a thick cut where you gotta fork and knife it and cut it Open and like and it's a it's like a little bit chewy but like in an enjoyable manner yeah oh yeah yeah it's like the texture is perfect but it's not perfect for you to just take a bite and rip it off you gotta no. fork and knife that shit mm-hmm. yeah so tonkatsu is japanese okay and the tonkatsu sauce is a soy sauce based so it's already like so imagine like a Cured pork chop, in salt, mayo, which is like the and old, on top of it fried, fried, and so <clears> the <throat> only justice, the only thing that this sandwich is helping you out on is the mayo, 
because it's more salty, like mouth drying, it's like soy sauce based sauce. I'm sure, it tastes the sauce tastes great, but yeah, like the texture that you're getting with that pork chop or like the chewiness and yeah, like you said, that's a thing I'm doing. I'm eating a pork chop. Yeah, <laughs> that's a thing I do. <laughs> Oh fuck. oh fuck that was funny um my last one my number three um i guess it's just gotta also be like on the like the all-time grossest things that just make my skin crawl i'm gonna go number 22 egg salad sandwich yep. so <clears throat> chopped chopped boiled eggs mayonnaise <clears throat> first off don't eat lettuce in that no this is like a tuna sandwich like you don't eat lettuce in that and egg salad sandwich the yellowness when i when i think of it like you know how like in your brain you're like oh i have one specific thing that i think of from my own experience when i think of that thing egg salad sandwich i think of the egg salad sandwiches that were at our uh high school that no one touched and i remember one day a girl (laughs) from our grade went up and she was having a bad day, and I felt bad for her, and super late to lunch, and then was like, I'm hungry, goes up, all they had was the egg salad sandwich, she took it, ate it, and it was all over her face, and I wanted to throw up <laughs> all over the place, all over the place, and she was just so sad, <laughs> and just so, just had a bad, bad, bad day, and she's eating an egg salad sandwich, and it's, she just just gross. It was just real gross, and I just felt so bad, and so it made me throw up in my mouth, and um, I don't eat egg salad sandwiches because of that experience. Also, just, like, boiled eggs are disgusting. Yeah, people that just eat a hard-boiled egg, like, who are you? You know eggs come in much, much, much better preparation. Much better preparation. Even a deviled egg? No. Yeah, I'm not a devil. Miss me. Miss me with that. I am out. Nah, no. Any (coughs) boiled, like, yeah. Nah. On a salad, maybe. Maybe. If I I mix the salad up enough where I don't know, hey, I'm eating egg. Like, it's just like not paying attention to it and I'm doing something else, then it's It's fine. It's just intake from some, like, from all the other ingredients and everything. It's just egg salad sandwich. It's the color of it. It's the consistency of it where it's, like, it can, and that experience of that sad, sad girl eating it. And it was just, like, on the corners of her mouth. And I wanted to punch her face in. My number three, this is going to be a controversial one. My number three is the caprese. That is, you are... Playing with fire here, my friend. Here's my reasoning behind it. Caprese is a good sandwich, too. I 100% agree with you. But. But four years of working at Roots and hearing some dumb fucking white person, usually a girl, just coming back from the gym... She had gone for a light jog on the elliptical in her Lululemons. And I just hear her go, can I have a caprese with, or a caprese with chicken, please? That was the bane <clears throat> of my existence. Like, Gun, mouth, have fun together, guys. For those who don't work at Roots, <clears throat> or haven't, or currently are thinking about it, there is a sandwich that we have pre-wrapped, pre-made, called a caprese and so you unwrap it very important to specify because it is not pronounced caprice nor has it ever been yeah that's not how you say that word you unwrap it from the seventeen thousand layers of cellophane that one of the your lovely co-workers has (laughs) smashed together you unravel it butter both sides you put it on the grill you put the (coughs) grill press on it you two minutes flip it get both sides and then you bring it to the cutting rack, slice it in half, however you want to do it, put it in the box, give it to the people. It's an easy sandwich, lovely, everyone's happy. Yeah, and people applaud, and they throw flowers, and it's, yeah, you get a medal. But sometimes, stupid white kids come in, 
I don't think in all of my years I ever encountered a person of color order that sandwich. Yeah, of course. It's just so white. It's so the caprese is so white, Um, the caprese. And so uh, people like to muddy the waters. People, um, to quote the Joker, some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. Um, And they order a caprese. And some people end it right there. Some people say with chicken afterwards. So you now have to, again, unravel the 17,000 layers of cellophane. And before you place it on the grill, I got a, I had a system too. Before you place it on the grill, you have to open up the sandwich that was already put together so lovely. And it's with such care. The and other then, thing is before that even happens, well, yeah, you so- have to interrupt the other person on grill yep. to grab a handful of chicken to place on the grill so that it is not cold in the sandwich. Yeah. If I, if it was late night and people were ordering that shit, I just threw the chicken in cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did it all the time. So yeah, you interrupt the person next year. When you, you mean, you know, on the grill, you're in a flow, put a yep. headphone, put a headphone in. And you're just vibing. You're just like, I'm sweating. It's a thousand degrees in here. And I'm I'm getting more and more mad and mad and mad. But like <laughs> the mad is just simmering at the very top enough where it's not going to boil over. It's just I'm mad. But then like I can't do anything about it because I'm at work. And so you're doing everything. And then someone smashes your kneecaps <laughs> as they try to rip open the drawer underneath you to throw the chicken on. And you just look at them and you go, you will die tonight, my friend. Your head will be dis this will be capitated from your <laughs> Your head is going to sit on this flat top by the end of the night. And so then like yeah, you got the chicken going and then you undo the sandwich. And then the all time I you could tell who was gonna be a good uh, on the grill or not, how they what they how they placed the chicken mm-hmm. into the, the sandwich. So uh, I would say I was pretty good. I grabbed like a like fingerful. I didn't grab a whole fistful like mm-hmm. I would for a case of deal. I would just grab enough and throw it on and then flip it a couple times. I loved left hand uh, with the the spatula. Flat, no flat blade. Okay. Left hand, right hand spatula. Yep. And I would scoop it up and then basically funnel it into the mm-hmm. into it and then spread it a little bit so that it was even with the spatula and then right on with the rest of it flip it up bap, bam ready to go yeah. i've seen so many people you're talking a lot about this dumbass sandwich <laughs> i've seen people grab like so much like when i was training like mainly like girls because i was like i never trained like a dude on the grill it was always i always had like girls on my shifts that were like yeah. i'm new here and i'm like you shouldn't be working the grill you're gonna <laughs> sweat a thousand degrees and you're gonna hate it you're never gonna come back um and so they would grab hand, two handfuls of chicken and i'm like they don't it's a sandwich <laughs> it's a sandwich they don't it says need- with chicken not a chicken caprese yeah and so I'm just like, oh, Jesus. And then they're, yeah. And they, like, scoop it on and then throw it at the sandwich and hope that some of it sticks. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. They essentially could have just picked it up and thrown it against the wall, and it would have been the same exact thing. Yeah. The same result. We should just have an entire episode where, well, we already said through this. So we're going <laughs> to do this. Let me first said, let's just do a whole episode while we're both working at Roots. <laughs> Like two fucking dumbasses. She's um, yeah. like, hey, uh, Trish, can we um, record our podcast while we uh, work at Roots? This is going to be a two-hour podcast because we're in an hour right now. I, th- I think I'm just going to split them, to be honest. Drop one Beauty. on Monday. Beauty. Um, we've got a back catalog going now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we could have an entire podcast just talking about this little idiosyncratic syncrasies of the fucking, of fucking Roots. Or just, like, literally any restaurant you've ever worked in. Yeah. Like, I Country still have never enjoyed, like, I did blank a lot of that out of my mind. Because I was like, this is, like, we are breaking a lot of that. I would work there until four in the morning. Like a 16-year-old. No, 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 no. That wasn't me. 
Yeah, you may have stopped, and I was like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. 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 What a fucking time. Well, um, we're glad everyone could come along for this ride of talking about sandwiches and Connor O'Malley. Please, Duncan, please, like, watch at least two of his videos on YouTube, and then just, like, text me, like... I promise, yeah. Like you think. I don't have big plans. Word. I'm about to go to bed, too. Um, oh, so I got... See, it's 10.30 here. Uh, we got a solid five hours left of the night. I've been on a 5 a.m. grind. That's when I go to bed. Jesus fuck. That's when I go to sleep. I get into bed around 2, and then I watch like three hours of TV. Jesus Christ. Well, um, everyone look out for when uh, me and Duncan talk about Hip hop evolution. Um, at least the first two episodes. We should do like every mm-hmm. two episodes. Yeah. Just chat. Um. I have no idea what's coming out soon. I got it. nothing, dude. I I don't know. I'm gonna look into it, but I got nothing. Um. This was Trump's own podcast. Um. Keep it sleazy. Peace out, you cool Captain Kevin. I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away. I don't work for free, I am barely giving a fuck away. So tell Big and Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away. Hey, yo, here's a gun, son. Now 